Welcome back to Lakes Woods and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also, lakeswoodsandirons.com and find us on Podcast One. Thanks in part to our sponsors, uh, Ernie's on Gull, ready for the 2022 season, and uh, Craigan's Resort, home to the CRMC Classic in, in 2022, which is going to be great. Chris Foley, uh, our special uh, edition kind of every year with Chris. He's actually at Augusta this week, and uh, Chris, uh, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, your your plans for the week, and you just you just got there pretty much, right? Last night. Yeah, I got in uh, mid- midday yesterday. We're taping Tuesday, so midday Monday. Yeah, and uh, it was a beautiful day here yesterday. And uh, as we speak right now, there's thunderstorms and it's absolutely pouring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, puts a damper on the outdoor activities, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, no doubt, but uh, your 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 job there, Chris. You're going to have some uh, people in town who are there. I'm certainly because it's Masters Week. I'm sure, and and uh, just give us a little background on what you're doing. Yeah, so I, I come down every year and help a, a good friend of mine. Actually, uh, somebody we've had on the show uh, several times, Tom Rolf, and Tom does a uh, host a lot of people here. Uh, does some corporate business, and I. I help him with that and taking people to the tournament and airport runs and all kinds of kinds of uh, you know doing that type of thing. But uh, what's great is I uh, I enjoy that, but I I get to spend quite a bit of time at the tournament as well. Yeah, yeah. And you take the those folks do they golf at another uh, another course in the area or no? Yeah, we 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 take them to play at uh, Augusta Country Club, which is right next door to Augusta National. And then the Palmetto Club, which is in Aiken, South Carolina, which is about 30 miles north of Augusta. Nice. Yeah, we've talked about Palmetto before. That's a beautiful golf course, isn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, they're, they're both fantastic. Uh, Augusta Country Club is, is a, a, a Donald Ross golf course that dates back, well, it's older than Augusta National. And uh, a great golf course. And very, you know, very, very similar because they, they share, they, they're contiguous to each other, so they're they're right. Uh, uh, very similar characteristics of both golf courses. The the uh, Augusta Country Club doesn't have quite the the white white bunkers, and but uh, uh, and not quite the green sites, but equally uh, uh, equally undulating or hilly. And then uh, you know it was Donald Ross Golf Course, so it's very. Uh, uh, these kind of domed greens, and uh, it's it's quite a setting, and it, it's one of the great places to hang out during Masters Week. <laughs> and then uh, the the Palmetto Club was uh, uh, dates back before Augusta National as well, and uh, actually uh, originally was a uh, uh, CB McDonald design. It was one of the first great golf course architects in America, and then. Uh, uh, Alistair McKenzie kind of redid some of it when he was doing Augusta National. So uh, there's so much great classic golf in this area, and uh, both are a real treat to play. Classic golf and uh, classic players, maybe. The the uh, golf world and really the sports world, a buzz this week with uh, uh, Sean Martin, his article in the PGATour.com. His title was Tiger Woods, I Feel Like I'm Going to Play. Uh, Ryan Hannibal had an article. Tiger Woods and Scotty Scheffler feel betting love ahead of the Masters. Freddie Couples just gushing about uh, uh, Tiger's game, and they played he and along with Thomas. So, 
if Tiger can do it for four days, it'd be an extraordinary story, Chris. Well, I, I think uh, this is pretty bold, but I, I think if, if he can make the cut, uh, or if he, if he can play two rounds uh, and make the cut, which he, if he plays two rounds, he's going to make the cut, um, I think he'll. I think he can contend. You know, it's the the, the ma- It's not a matter of his ball striking. Uh, it's a matter of whether he can whether he can walk for four days. And uh, there, there's not a harder walking golf course on tour than, than Augusta National, with all the ups and downs and side hill eyes. And um, but I think you know there's there's just there's no dominant players today in the game. And I mean, there's a lot of guys playing well. But if if Tiger would not be teeing it up unless he, he felt he had a chance to win. Exactly right. Yeah, and it's going to be I. It seems uh, it's eerily similar to uh, Ben Hogan's career. Hogan had the terrible crash and then really reduced his schedule down to a half dozen tournaments a year, maybe six or eight. And, of course, the majors were always on the list. And this is a golf course that Tiger knows how to win on. And over the years, many of the past champions uh, know how to play this course. And Nicholas with six, Tiger with five, Palmer with four, the great names in golf. Player and Sneed and Faldo all with three championships and Mickelson with three. So it's uh, it's it's a place where people loved and are loved to play. Not only that, but also know how to play. And uh, Woods as good as anybody, maybe best of all. Oh yeah, I mean Tiger. You know, we've talked about it on the show before, but I mean, you know, if you look at all his wins, he's he's got uh, seven or eight golf courses where. The majority of those wins are on, and yeah. Augusta National with five wins is, is certainly one of those. And there's so much, um, there, there's so much in the familiarity of this golf course, and uh, there's so many times you're on greens that uh, you know it, you don't see the slope or see as much slope as there is, and um, you know with the way the 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 course from the clubhouse to Ray's Creek is is you know 160 or 70 uh, feet difference in elevation, and when you get when you get that amount of elevation and greens that sit um, the way they do, you can you know you you get a lot of optical illusions. So uh, having that local knowledge and as many wins as he's had here, as many rounds as he's played, it's a huge advantage and. Uh, you know, any time Tiger tees it up, it's there's only a couple couple players in the field that can beat him if he's healthy. So yeah, um, yeah, he's not in twenty fifth very yeah. often. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, he, he he he's made the cut every time he's played here. His highest or his worst finish ever was was forty first. Um, but you know, it's it, there's not a player that's had, had more top tens in in tournaments alone. You know, in any tournament, other including the Masters and Tigers. So, um, and I, you know, I, I, I think it's uh, uh, it, it may work to his advantage that that he's not. You know, he, he he doesn't have the explosive power that he used to, but that same explosive power were, was some of the things that got him in trouble uh, at times with the driver. Uh, and as well as he drove it, he, you know, he went through periods where he where he didn't drive it so well, and his his swing looks so much more in sync than it ever has. 
uh, there you are in a, in in many many years, and uh, so not not being able to you know to jump off the ground as much as he was at one time. And, uh, he just looks his swing looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it sure does. We'll be back to talk more about the Masters, more about Tiger. After this, you're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan. You also find us at lakeswoodsandirons.com and Podcast One. A lot of your great Minnesota podcasts are there. Brought to you in part by Emily Greens. Thanks to Emily Greens where you can... Uh, Plan your 2022 golf season now. Chris, uh, Magnolia Lane, of course, legendary on TV. You can almost uh, close your eyes and hear the CBS music in your mind, and uh, you can uh, picture it in your mind because you've been there many times. But uh, the tradition's kind of like Christmas almost. You, you, You like the occasional gift and new things at Christmas, but part of it is the great traditions and everything that happens at and around Augusta that week. And uh, uh, have you got some uh, some ideas, some favorite traditions that you love to go back to? Well, you know, there, there, there are so many, uh, like you say, there are so many things that, one of the great things about the Masters is it's the same place every year, it's the same time every year. And because of that, they, uh, you know, People return year after year and do do the same things, but uh, you know, I, one one of the coolest things. It's really you know one of the biggest gatherings of the golf industry of the whole year. And um, you know, there's a this huge oak tree in front in, in behind the clubhouse. It's in between the clubhouse and the first tee. And uh, you know, if you if you hang out around the the oak tree long enough, you're gonna be you're gonna see uh, just about everybody important in the world of golf. Everybody from, uh, you know, Fred Ridley, the, uh, the, uh, I guess national chairman to, to former, you know, major winners like Nick Faldo and Johnny Miller and Jerry Pate, Bill Rogers and, um, you know, golf industry people, the, you know, the, the, the CEOs of all the club companies and, Peter Dawson from the RNA you always see there so it's it's really a who's who in the world of golf and uh, a lot of a lot of uh, you know business happens at the masters or at least the, <laughs> the stuff outside of the outside of the boardroom and that, that that's always fun to see but you know the 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 masters is famous for their concessions and uh, you know, it's, it, they do things very, really good, but really simple. And the concessions are always just, yeah, you know, they're it, they're notoriously inexpensive. Yeah, that's and, kind of fun. You know, it's uh, uh, sandwiches are range from a dollar fifty to three dollars each. <laughs> they're great sandwiches. You know, pimento cheese sandwich is kind of the staple, and egg salad sandwiches. And, They've got a great club sandwich and barbecue sandwich, and uh, and the, you know beers are. I, 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 they raised the price of beer this year. I think I think beers are five dollars. They went up from four dollars, and soft drinks are are two dollars, and water's two dollars, and uh, you know, So it's it's really fun. The the one major thing that's missing off the the uh, 
the concession stand menu this year is uh, one of the most popular items on the on the menu, and that is the peach ice cream sandwich. And uh, apparently, supply chain issues have hurt Augusta National as well because they they haven't been able to offer the the peach ice cream sandwich because of uh, supply issues. Wow! So if Augusta can't get that, it, nobody that, can get it. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> and uh, it, it, you know, for, from my standpoint, it's just as well because I've been on a diet and that would have blown my <laughs> diet probably. <laughs> One other uh, tradition that's always there is is the uh, the par threes, of course. And we just heard, uh, I think, from Jack maybe last couple of days that he won't be playing in the par three. Doesn't uh, uh, you know? Doesn't want to? I don't know. Not, not a, certainly. Jack would never embarrass himself, but. He's got a lot of pride, and uh, uh, I think at eighty some years old, he's just gonna just gonna step back. Yeah, it's uh, that's sad to hear, uh, but he, Jack does have a lot of pride, and he, he's not gonna tee it up if he uh, if he feels like he's gonna embarrass himself. He he, he will hit the sh- uh, you know one of the ceremony first shots on uh, Thursday, but is not gonna play in the par three this year, and so it's uh, that's kind of a shame. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the Champions Dinner is always another tradition. This year, uh, uh, Masayama, of course, won last year, so it'll be uh, items from his native country, I assume. So uh, that'll be uh, that's always a great tradition as well. Yeah, it. Uh, uh, you would love to be a uh, a mouse in the corner and listen to the conversations that ha- that happen there, but uh, you know Ben Crenshaw always hosts the. Uh, the dinner, and I I think kind of Brent, Ben Crenshaw is such a great historian and and he's a great storyteller, and I think he uh, he kind of sits at the head table and, and leads dinner, and then the the uh, last year's champion Hideki, and uh, what it just be uh, be fun to. Uh, be able to get in on that uh, conversation and hear the stories. Yeah, that's a pretty a pretty select club, all right. <laughs> Especially with a lot of multiple winners there. It's not like you have uh, uh, nine winners in ten years or something. There's a lot of guys who double up over those ten-year periods. Pretty uh, pretty elite company in rarefied air there. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, I was saying, I was looking before, I love the tradition and the uh, of the of the tournament and Nicholas with six and Woods with five and Palmer with four and the, one of the great things about golf as you know Chris is they all they they connect with each other uh, Hogan and Sneed connect with Palmer and Palmer connects with Nicholas and Player and they connect with Watson and they connect with uh, with Greg Norman and they connect to Tiger Woods and and on up the ladder it's uh, uh, each generation kind of connects for at least a few years with the previous generation which is all part of the greatness of the game yeah for sure and that's uh you know that one of the great things about golf is 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 that and, uh because of the longevity of players uh that that's able to happen and that that helps you know create that culture and uh you know carry on the traditions that take place you know not only at the masters but just with golf in general yeah yeah generations it's great it's uh, it's a wonderful part of the game grandpas dads 
grandsons and granddaughters, etc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gotta love the tradition at Augusta. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also find us on Podcast One. That thanks to our sponsor, MillsAuto.com, your hometown dealer since 1922, and Cragen's Golf Courses, welcoming you for the 2022 golf season. In this next segment, we'll talk with Joe Haig and Jesse Zahn, both members of the 2010 Brainerd Warrior football team. And, of course, Joe Haig on to play in the NFL and currently with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great event coming up called the Game-Winning Drive Golf Fundraiser. It's for Brainerd Warrior football. It happens July the 1st at uh, 1 o'clock start, and it's proceeds for the Brainerd Warrior football program. We had this interview on the Power Loon Morning Show, Danny and I did, so let's go to that interview now with Jesse Zahn and Joe Haig. We want to introduce, it's uh, Jesse Zahn. How are you doing today, Jesse? I'm doing good, Danny. How are you? I'm doing fine. And then also Joe Haig is on the phone with us this morning. How are you doing today, Joe? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, being part of the day today. Um, let's uh, talk about it. It's from the beginning here, top down. There's a huge uh, game-winning drive, is what it's called, the golf fundraiser that you guys have uh, been initializing and getting started, and it sounds like you got quite a crew put together for this, Jesse. We do. Uh, you know, about a year ago this time, we uh, started looking into how we can try to raise money originally for the for the weight room strength program it was conversations with uh, high school coach jason freed what we could do as a group or individuals to contribute to that project overall and a lot of us came back from the 2010 football team thinking that a golf tournament would be a great idea to be able to not only raise awareness but also bring funds in from private and other local area businesses and honestly uh trying to plan such a big thing in three months so uh, with yeah. none of us having experience doing it before we all thought maybe we table this until 2022 so that's kind of how it it initialed uh, early on and then we had a lot of time to plan from that point legacy got on board reserving the friday july 1st date 2022 for us yeah and then just uh starting at the top of the year we created a committee with some other teammates from our uh, group in 2010 <clears throat> working in tandem with coach freed and obviously joe We've uh, had a heck of a turnout so far in regards to sponsorships. I would say in about a week's time, we're about raised $25,000 just based off whole sponsorships. We do have a title sponsor, Border States Electric out of Fargo. Okay. Then we also have uh, three main uh, supporting sponsors as well, High Tech Construction, uh, First National Bank, and also uh, Ice Forts here in Brainerd. The uh, tournament is named after you, Joe. How do you feel about that? I mean, I, they were telling me that it would sell more tickets by putting my ugly face on it, but uh, <laughs> I guess guess we'll find out. But uh, no, I mean, I think it was just something that uh, you know we were, we were really excited about, and um, you know, I think it's just you know if we can put my face on it, just to, if for some reason people want to meet me, then <laughs> that's extra appeal, I guess, for us. You're awfully humble, Joe. <laughs> of course, people want to meet you. Uh, yeah, uh, how does it feel to be a Super Bowl champion? I don't think we've talked to you since then. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely crazy. It's, uh, it's plus that year was just a very weird year with COVID. With you know, like yeah. most of our games didn't have any fans, so it's kind of like you know, it didn't really fo- fully feel real. But I think uh, you know, as time passes, you definitely you definitely appreciate it. Well, for you to kind of stay connected with hometown like you're doing on this, we just uh, thank you very big time. Um, putting your name on this and being involved, and uh, 
I tell you what, when you guys come back, uh, the alumni, and say, you know what, we believe in this program, what it's done for our lives, how it's taught us teamwork. Uh, and then, you, you know, like you said, I think maybe before we went on the air, Jesse, is, you know, you've taken those skills that you learned as young men and applied them now even on this tournament. Uh, absolutely. It, it kind of boils down to what, what you quote. Coach Stolsky and uh, Parsons and Stevenson, the Ramies, the ent- that entire group, they they kind of taught us at a very young age when we were you know eighth, ninth, tenth grade in that program to to be a part of not just this team and and trying to have the have the ability to win games, but we're also going to fail and then we fail together. And honestly, uh, seeing the program and uh, the needs that it has right now, we have all kind of made it a rallying cry to be able to. Go around the program and yeah. provide them whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Joe, we were talking off mic a little bit with Jesse. That 2010-2011 class, 2010 football season, 2011 graduates, you guys have really stuck together over the years. It's a kind of a unique group, and there's quite a large group from the graduating class of 2011, and you're all still good friends and obviously enjoy working together as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's been uh, It's definitely... Uh, I think unique just in general because, you know, I remember, you know, going to college and like when I was a freshman, like a lot of my teammates, I would, you know, I'd be like, oh, you know, you still hang out with your high school friends? They're like, no, like <laughs> we don't talk anymore. Like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm over those people. And for me, it was like I was having all the guys out, you know, every weekend if I could. And like we were all staying in touch and we still do to this day. And you know, now guys are starting to have families. And, um, you know, it's definitely definitely a very, you know, unique thing that we're, you know, happy to kind of, um, you know, keep in touch with everyone. And uh, it's definitely been special and something that we want to make sure other people can experience. And that's why I think a big part of what we want to do, a big part of our motive is, you know, just to help out the program so that other people can have, you know, these connections, learn all this work ethic, learn all the things that we did that we're now applying to our daily lives. And, um, yeah, any way we can help with that. Sometimes we forget about the kind of resource we have here in the Brainerd Lakes, too, and uh, you guys have obviously tapped into it with uh, this being the initial year, and you're saying, you know, Jesse, this is the first annual. You want to build it with uh, helping the program and then from year to year add what they are looking for and uh, things that can really help the the football program. But when it comes to golf (laughs) in the Brainerd Lakes area, not a bad, not a bad we're, combination. We're spoiled, yeah. aren't we? Are we spoiled, or is it just me? Wow, no, we are most yeah. definitely. The legacy has has been phenomenal to work with of this entire ordeal, and from the start, Tim Johnson and the group over there have been very facilitating to to what we think we need to to what they know we need, and we don't have a we don't have a quote golf pro helping us, uh, you know, day in and day out organizing this thing. We're kind of doing it from the seat of our pants, and and. We're doing it based on the on the good intentions of trying to give back as much as possible to right. a program that gave so much to us. Very cool. Yeah, let's talk about the weekend uh, a little bit uh, because you guys have put together quite a schedule. Yes, sir. So we do have uh, a starting on Thursday, June 30th, a practice rounds available, but we are going to have a welcome event party that will be uh, advertised probably about a month, month and a half leading up to the event on Friday, July 1st. Uh, we're going to open a registration that night, also that day. Uh, the tournament will be starting at 1 o'clock Central and going for about a five to five and a half hour span with a cocktail hour for a little bit going on after the conclusion of the event with a gourmet uh, banquet dinner for about two hours after that with nice. uh, awards for the event, silent auction items from various donors and organizations, 
and uh, it's going to be something that not not many people are probably going to want to miss. Yeah. Now, information on this weekend and the way you guys have it laid out is available on online, right? That is right. Actually, uh, just about 20 minutes ago, registration opened for the event, and uh, we invite the public to uh, get together with some of their friends and family and uh, go on to BrainerdFootball.com. Check out the link on there to then be redirected to the Legacies page to uh, register your uh, foursome team. And uh, for those that do not want to golf but participate in the event, we are having a select number of dinner banquet tickets available as well. Those will be available uh, immediately or uh, later on or when? They are available right now. Okay, so yeah, let's get online and get the information you need. And uh, yeah, I'm sure those tickets are going to go immediately. Uh, we're, we're hoping <laughs> <Yeah>. to. <laughs> yeah. So, now Jesse, when you guys uh, walk onto the tee, a lot of you play golf, you're, you're old buddies. And uh, so, you know, maybe you're playing with another group. Or, and here comes Joe. Does everybody just expect him to hit it 400 yards when he stands up on the tee? <laughs> well, I want to speak for Joe, but I would say 500, actually. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, okay. No, let me, let me hop in here. Okay, so it's about, it's about a consistent 260, most of the time way to the right. So I'm, I'm still very beginner here. Uh, well, Joe, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Joe, I'm going to make sure I'm going to hold you to that when I see you play at uh, 8.30 tomorrow in Indianapolis. And, yeah. uh, if I don't see a 260... I'm yeah. going to have to wager something on it. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Careful on that slice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys obviously uh, are putting together something that's going to be, well, it's going to turn into a fabulous thing from year to year, and we just wish you well on it. Uh, of course, get the information you need as soon as possible, BrainerdFootball.com. You're not going to want to miss out on the ticket. Um, and, uh, of course, register for the golf tournament. And uh, everything uh, moving from legacy to legacy kind of, kind of uh, is kind of a neat connection there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So for all those uh, that have any other questions, uh, sponsorship opportunities, you can contact me. Uh, I have my uh, contact information on this flyer that we'll be broadcasting here in the next uh, couple hours. Great sponsorship opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks, you guys. Appreciate the time you've taken to come in and tell us about this, and uh, good luck on this event this summer, and people need to get on once again at BrainerdFootball.com, get the full details. And good luck on bragging rights tomorrow in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Who Thank twists whose arm? That's uh, what I want to well, know. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be in the other golf cart uh, when, when that happens. <laughs> oh, <so. okay>. yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you guys very much. Appreciate yeah. the time. Thanks, yeah, Joe. Thank Thanks, Jesse. That awesome. So that should be quite a summer event. Joe Higgs game-winning drive, a golf fundraiser for the Brainerd Warrior football team again uh, July 1st, uh, 2022. We'll uh, keep you up to date on that as we get closer to that great event. Thanks again to Super Bowl champ Joe Hag and Jesse Zahn for joining us. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan. You can also find us at Podcast One. That thanks to uh, Mills Auto, our, your hometown dealer since 1922. Chris Foley at Augusta this week, uh, taking in the uh, oh, taking in the beauty of the place and the excitement. I they, they were talking about the size of the crowds uh, during Tiger's practice round um, uh, yesterday, Chris. You know, I, I I think generally they, the uh, you know they let about fifty thousand people into the Masters. Yeah. And um, and then 
usually they, there's usually more people at the practice rounds than uh, the tournament rounds. Okay. But boy, the talk was yesterday that that uh, there were significant more people there than there there ever there ever have been. You know, and they, it, every day is going to be sold out, Augusta. It's not a matter of practice rounds are easier to get tickets for and every day is like getting a super bowl ticket yeah um but you know apparently there there were you know 60 to sixty-five thousand people there yesterday and <laughs> uh when, when 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 i when we went i went to the merchandise building which is you know you have to go on the gate uh fortunately when when we got there uh there was not much of a line when we left uh, we were probably took us about an hour and a half to get through the merchandise area. When we left, the line was 300 yards long. <laughs> uh, it it wrapped around the building and and, and uh, halfway down the driving range. No kidding! So, wow. Hard hard to, hard to put that in perspective if you haven't been there, but. Uh, I, I I hate to I, I didn't want to tell the people in the line. Good luck in in, in being able to get to the front of the line in time for it to close because I <laughs> I think they closed the building at six during during practice rounds and it was probably five thirty at that point. So. <laughs> but, yeah, not much hope. Sixty thousand no. people. Tiger gets his forty five thousand and the other guys divide up the other fifteen thousand. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> Chris, we talked a little bit off air about a couple of changes to the course, fairly significant. Yeah, two 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 big changes, and that's uh, number eleven, the par four right before Amon Corner. Yeah, and um, you know that that hole, it, it was it was already the most most difficult hole on the golf course, uh, traditionally scoring scoring average wise, but uh, they lengthened it some. Uh, they went from two hundred or five hundred five yards to. Uh, 520 yards and that, that, that's a par four yeah that 520 so uh i i would say that's a short par five in most instances but par four there it does does play a little bit downhill so uh maybe doesn't play quite as long as that but they they did widen it a little bit they had uh back in the the 90s when tiger had one one by such a big margin you know they made some major changes to the golf course and one of them was number 11 and they added a significant number of trees on the right hand side of the the hole uh and they've they've taken out a lot of those which is a good move because it uh uh it just made the golf the the hole almost too severe of, of of dog leg when it wasn't really intended to be and then the other the other hole they changed was uh Number fifteen, the par five. They they added uh, uh, about twenty yards to that hole, and um, which which will make a big difference because you know pretty much everybody was was hitting that hole with a uh, short to mid iron uh, yeah. par five, and and now at uh, uh, at twenty yards longer, you're not going to be able to. If a guy could get it over the top of the hill there, they you know the ball may roll. 50, 60, 70 yards, and now, um, unless you're the the longest players will still be able to get that kick there, but uh, the mid to short players will probably not uh, uh, get that kick over the hill. So they'll have you know more more of a uh, long ironed uh, fairway wood in there. Yeah, that's such an exciting por- portion of the course when you get the eagle opportunities at 13 and 15. 
Oh yeah. Eleven, just briefly. I've never seen in my, at least in my head. I maybe there's some uh, holes in 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 uh, the British Open, perhaps uh, the Open Championship, but. So many of the great pros will just bail out on 11 to the right and, and just uh, rely on a chip and a putt. Probably less regulated green than almost any green in any major. Yeah, and I'll tell you, they, that's the thing I, I didn't mention. They, they've changed that uh, uh, kind of the surround on that green. Uh, it's going to be a much more difficult chip shot, pitch shot there. Oh. And, and brings the water much more into play. Okay. Uh, you know, but... Ben Hogan famously used to say, you know, if you see me on that green and two, I, I miss hit it. And he would always hit it to the right of that green and, and, uh, you know, just try to get it up and down with a, you know, relatively easy chip shot or pitch shot. But, uh, uh, they've really taken that as out of play as you can as, you know, these, these guys have such tremendous short games. It's not going to, right. It's not going to affect them as much, but it's, it's, it's definitely much more difficult. And with your with your hands around your throat on Sunday afternoon, it gets even more difficult. <laughs> no, no, no question. <laughs> Chris, we're lucky in the Lakes area to have uh, guys like yourself and uh, some of your fellow professionals that really care about getting uh, youth into the game. And uh, got a fun event coming up, Golf of Palooza, and uh, let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, so um, you know, I think I think it must be the fourth or fifth year that we're doing. Uh, what we call our golf of Palooza, and it's uh, we're hosting it at Craigans on Sunday, May first, from one to four, and uh, it, it'll be uh, uh, you know ourself, Craigans Legacy Courses, and my golf school, and then uh, Crosswoods Golf Course, and Madden's on Gull Lake, and Grandview Lodge, the Pines and Preserve, and uh, it'll be we're, we're having you know clinics, and kids can come out, and uh, we're going to have the golf zill out there, which kids always enjoy and uh some clinics and kids can just hit balls and uh kind of an introduction of the game but a big part of the event is uh is our club swap and you know one of one of the biggest barriers to to entering the game of golf is the equipment side of it and um if you can't play if you don't have clubs right and uh and you know golf equipment is uh is unfortunately it's expensive so um, what, what we'll do at the cl- club swap, we're, we're seeking donations from people, especially of junior clubs they're not using. Uh, we'll take any golf clubs, but especially junior clubs. And um, if they they can donate them, they can leave them at the club swap, and we'll we'll sell them for them, or they can come and and try to swap them out for uh, uh, for clubs that, that fit their kids better. But it's. Uh, uh, we're really making a. We, we've had that in the past. We haven't done a great job of getting donations or uh, getting people to, to bring their clubs. But uh, great opportunity to clean out the garage. Uh, great opportunity to, you know, hopefully help introduce some kids to the game of golf. That's May first. Yeah, it, it's May first. Yeah. Sunday, May first. It's one to four. Oh, one to four. And, yeah, that's uh, what I have here. <laughs> yeah, one to four. Yeah, and then. Uh, uh, you know, th- ideally they could drop the clubs off prior to that, and they can drop them off with us at, at, at the Legacy or any of the golf courses that I mentioned, the Crosswoods, Maddens, uh, Pines, and Preserve. Great. Okay. Yeah, sounds like a terrific effort. Really get out there, and, yeah, if you've got some uh, some clubs you can donate, do that for the kids, and uh, let's get them into this great game more and more. 
Chris, we'll be back with you. Enjoy your time at uh, August. You're listening to Lakes. Thanks, Mac. Yeah, you bet. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.